We would like to welcome you to this edition of the Apostles Corner podcast. And now, Apostle John F. Morton. Praises each and every one. This is Apostle Morton with the Apostles Corner podcast. Today is February the 9th, the year of our Lord 20 and 22. The scriptures tell us in the last days that there will be wars and rumors of wars. And truly today, that is what we see in every direction that we look. But you know, the endeavor of this ministry is to point the hearts of men back to God. To not be so focused on the environment around us that we forget about the importance of that relationship with Him. Not to be so distracted that we allow ourselves to come out of the holiness of the place that we share with Him in order to partake in the things of this world, be it emotionally, mentally, or physically. Today we have a very special person with us. Joseph Unabanwa is going to be sharing some very important points with us. The scriptures say that in the last days that men would turn away from the gospel. So many have done it and they don't even realize it. We get so caught up on what the world has to offer. You know, they say the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. But it's funny, you jump the fence to the other side and it looks greener where you came from. So, so many of us will stand on the fence because we want to partake in the beauty of both sides. But there is no beauty of both sides. In the things of God, there is only light and dark. There's no gray area. And except that we understand holding on to the side that is God, we may come to know him as the lion in a way that we would never want to. Everyone, this is Joseph. How are you doing today, my brother? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It bless God. It bless God. I'm good. That's good, my friend. Well, we're glad to have you this morning. And I'm, I'm glad to be on. So what what do you have for us, my friend? Okay, um, I just wanted to share briefly on um, the reasons why Christians um, stay on the good terms. Like the reasons why Christians stay in between. They are neither here nor there. Some of the reasons that make Christians, you know, they are not fully sold out to God and they are not fully into the world. So that's just what I want to share with us today. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to open the mic to you to go ahead with what the Lord has given you. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, today we establish the greatness of who you are. We ask in this hour, Lord God, that you would allow your anointing, not the anointing of man, not the intent of man, but the very presence of your hand upon the heart and the mind of the messenger to be an element of revelation for your people in this day. We set aside every spirit of emotion, every spirit of intellect, and we ask that the people would be emptied out in spirit in this moment that they may be filled with the holiness of your presence, that your will may be known that your revelations might be brought forward, and that all that you have for us may be received in fullness. 
we set our hands towards Nigeria this morning and we pray for Joseph as he endeavors to bring the message of the gospel that we may be able to grow in this day not thinking of tomorrow but looking for the change that must come today all these things we pray in your name Jesus amen I'm gonna be brief really brief I want to share just about five points five, five reasons why Christians are not shared out to God and five reasons why they are they have one leg into the church and they have one leg in the world um, my number one reason is control you know Christians or people of God if not they've not fully surrendered themselves to God. They've not fully given God the control of their lives. They still want to have a part of, to themselves of which they will control. You understand what I'm saying? They still want to have a part to themselves that they will want to control. So, um, you know, for instance, um, God might be telling a, a Christian brother to do something, or a Christian sister to do something. But because they still want to have a part for themselves, they are not fully sold out. So that is control. And then they, um, they, 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 still want to, they still want to control their lives. You understand what I'm saying? They still want to control their lives. They've not given God a total, they've not surrendered to 100%. They, they want to give in 95% and keep 5% for themselves. But in order, in order to follow God, we must fully surrender, we must fully give him control. They, they, they drag the control with God. They drag control with God. So that is why one of the reasons. And then number two is worry. They worry. You know, we say Christians, they worry about the future. They worry about what, what the future holds. They worry about their, um, their, their families. They worry about their, their relationships. And because of that, they, they, they are not they, they feel God is not strong enough, you know, to, to um, you know, to, to, meet, to meet their needs. They worry over every little thing that comes up. And um, um, they worry too much, and they don't, they don't want to give God his, 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 his access to really take over their lives. You know, the Bible says um, the gospel that we should not worry of what to eat, we should not worry of what to drink, we should seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added. In fact, Jesus said, if a man worries, can, he, can that man add one hair upon his head? This is to tell us that worrying cannot solve the problem. But I see Christians, they worry so much. So because of that, they, are, they have one leg here and one leg because they are not fully sold out to God, not giving God this, this full authority over their lives. And then number three is money. Money. You know, we, we know that we need money for our needs. We need money for our upkeep. But, you know, we see so many Christians, because of money, they, they are not sold out to God. Because of money, because of what to get, what to financially, because of what to get financially, they, they, their faith is, is, is questionable. Understand, they still do some telling things that are not biblical just to make money, just to make the extra money. 
They do some things that God will not smile upon just to make the extra money. Jesus was say, talking in the gospel. He said, a man cannot serve a man cannot serve God and mammon. You can you either hate one and love the other, or you love the other one and you despise the other. You know, but you see Christians, they put money in between them and God. You know. For instance, um some some persons have jobs. They have jobs that don't give them time for the things of God. They have jobs that don't give them time for God. They have jobs that, you know, they, they, um, these jobs take a lot of their time. They don't have time for God. And they do this, and because of this job, they don't have time for, to go to church because of their jobs. So money, money is another a very big hindrance to fully serve God. And then we have relationships. Relationship, maybe their relationships. A Christian could be in a relationship that does not glorify God. And because of the love that person so much, and the Spirit of God has been telling them to leave that relationship so that they will be sanctified, so that they will be set apart from Him. But because of the love the person so much, or they are lusting after the person, they wouldn't want to leave the relationship. So they, they defy themselves in these relationships. They defy themselves in these relationships so much so much that the Spirit of God departs from them. Because Jesus said, you cannot love he that loveth mother or father above him is not worthy of him. You know, but you see Christians, because of the love they have for um, maybe a spouse, a, a child, a brother, a sister, relationship, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't tend to give God his full, his full, his full right-up way. You know, and then we have um, future. You know, people that are scared for the future. What does the future hold? In Nigeria today, there's what they call Yahoo Yahoo. Almost every young man is involved in this thing called Yahoo Yahoo. Yahoo Yahoo is what, what the young guys do to, to make money. They dupe people and make money because they are scared of the future. They've not committed the future into the hands of God. So because of that, they do all sorts of dubious things just to make money. They do all sorts of rituals just for the future, to secure a future for themselves. And these people say they are Christians. They say they are Christians. They, you, you find these people in church. You find these people in, your, in, your, in, uh, in, in the department, in the church. But because of control, they don't want to give God the full control. Because of worry. They worry too much. They worry about their finance. They worry about their marriage. They worry about their future. They worry about their education. Because of money, they place money above God. They are pursuing money more than they are pursuing God. Because of relationships, they are in relationships that defile them. And instead of coming out of this relationship, they are in this relationship, and this relationship defiles them. But because of what to gain out of it, they are still in it. And then lastly, future. What the future holds. Too many persons, they are scared of what their future holds. And because of that, they don't tend to give God the full surrender and because of that they the um the the because of that they 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 do all sorts of things just to secure a future for themselves and these are the things that God hates because if we are pursuing after God we must seek him in total we must seek him because he's truly all that matters. A songwriter says I'll put you in front in front of my melody you are all that matters you are all that matters until we get to understand that God is all that matters, until we get to understand that God is 
everything, we will be seeking after these things. And when we seek after these things, we will miss God. You know, we can seek after things, but miss God. But when we seek after, after God, the things will definitely come. So that's just, just like I said briefly, that is just what I have to share. What the Spirit of God gave me to share. Five points. I repeat, I go, I go over it again. Control, worry, money, relationship, and being scared of the future. Yes. That was 12 minutes of clarity and truth. The question is, how much can we receive from what we hear when what we hear is contrary to what we want? We cannot love the things of God and love the things of this world. And to put it all short, Joseph just told us, if you cannot die to self, because the flesh is enmity against the things of God, the flesh cannot dictate to the spirit, and the spirit cannot reign unless the flesh is put to death. We stand with the desire to love him and to know him, but then we allow the flesh to dictate our mobilities. The scriptures say that God is a spirit, and he must be worshipped in spirit and in truth. The question is, what can we do to not only worship him in spirit and truth ourselves? But what can we do to help us to realize that many will perish because of our failure? Who's watching who? The world is watching you. But the question is, what are you watching? When Elijah was about to be transcended, Eliza asked him, well, Elijah asked Eliza, what is it? that you would want from me. And he said, I desire to have a double portion of your anointing. And he said, that is a hard thing you ask for. But if you see me when I leave here, you will receive it. What, who are you watching today? Are you watching the world? Are you watching people in the body? The scripture says that if one among you that is called a brother be a liar, a railer, or an adulterer, have no dealing with him, no, not even to eat, that he might be ashamed. Now there's another scripture that says if one among you that is called a brother is overtaken in a fault, those of you that are spiritual, restore such a one, considering yourself. The brother that is overtaken is in a state of repentance and remorse if you confront the issue. But the one that be, be a liar, a rail or an adulterer, is the one that will defend their sin. The day has come that we realize if we're not going to do it for ourselves, you better realize that there are people watching you. And the ones that are watching you are going to walk the same way they see you walk. Their blood could be on your hands. But if you die today, then they have a man of God to watch just like Elijah was told to watch Eliza. And when he watched him and saw him transcend, the anointing was left with him. Keep your eyes on the man of God. 
the one you see that you know, if your world fell apart and you needed someone to petition God on your behalf, that person that you know you could go to because their prayers get through, keep your eyes on them and do everything you can to walk as you see them walk. We are called to be evidence of the glory of God among men, but very few of us fulfill that purpose because we don't know the greatness of who we are in him. Amen, Joseph? Amen. Without a doubt, this was a word that we all have to take a hold of. It, he covered several areas, and the greatest one was worry. But how is there worry in the hand of the Most High? It's literally sin to worry because sin says that I, worry says that I do not trust God. I don't believe that he's got this covered. I don't believe that it's all right. But he does have it. If the devil could do anything he wanted to do, we would all be dead. He'd take us all out because he knows the glory of what God has planned for us and that it is far beyond our own comprehension. The only authority he has is the authority that we give him in our minds, in our intellect, to do the things that are not convenient to our relationship with God. Joseph, is there anything you'd like to add before we close with prayer? Yeah, I just want to say, um, Christian. Um, we Christians, we should seek God more. Um, we should um, not worry over things. Things will fall in place. And um, we should, as much as it's in our strength, we should try to live holy and seek God for grace continually. And we should be sold out to God. We should be sold out to God. We should separate ourselves from anything, anything that is contrary to God's will, even from friends ourselves from even friends that are, you know, dragging us back to the mold. Yes. And with that, we'll do better. Amen. Yes, Lord. Joseph, would you mind closing us with prayer? Okay. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word that has come forth. And we ask, Lord, that Help us, O oh God, be not just the hearer, but the doer of your word. Lord, we pray, Lord, for this word that has gone forth. Lord, we pray, Lord, as many that will listen to this word, this word will speak to their hearts, O oh God. And Lord, for us that this word has come out from, O oh God, we pray, Lord, that this word will also minister to us, O oh God. For the neighbor man shall be the first partaker of the fruit, the husband man. So, dear God, we pray, Lord, that you speak to our hearts. Help us to trust you totally, O oh God. Help us to love you more. Help us to seek you more. Help us to do your will. For with strength shall no man prevail. We rely solely on you, O oh God. So dear God, we pray for um, ourselves, O oh God. We pray, Lord, that you continually help us to love you more. And even as we love you, may our desires, our hard desires, come to pass. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, Lord. My brother, I have to 
beg your forgiveness. I did not realize that in our system when I put your name in that it did not say Johnson Ubanamwa. It said Joseph, and I've been calling you Joseph. And for those of you in the listening audience, the name is Johnson Unabanwa. And it's been a blessing to have him with us today. I have been seeking those, especially in Africa, that are hearing the direct voice of God on where we are and the word that his people need to hear because the hour is late and we're no longer here for games. We're lining up because we know that his return is soon to come. But we will not fade in our efforts to be evidence of his presence to those who have yet come to serve him with the fullness of heart. This is Apostle John Morton, and this has been the Apostles Corner broad, uh, podcast with Johnson Anabunwa. We thank you all for joining us, and we look forward to delivering next week's broadcast. Be blessed. We would like to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Apostles Corner podcast. We would also like to invite you to visit us on the web at www.theapostlescorner.com. Here you'll be able to listen to additional podcasts, read messages on our blog, and review the services provided by our ministry. And don't forget to register to receive notifications of the new posts on the blog and podcast. May every action of your day be filled with the evidence of his grace and mercy in your life.